Hello everyone, I'm Jeff Johansing here today with Dan Kotman. Dan runs an intellectual property law firm here in Pasadena, Kotman IP. And I've talked to him about our happy employee theme and he's shared with me, it's great, it's a wonderful idea, but sometimes there just are bad seeds out there or employees that aren't happy and they leave. And he's gonna help me converse with you with regards to what to do in the instance that you have intellectual property or trademarks that you do not want to have leave. Yes, so, thank you, Jeff. Absolutely, Dan. Yeah, the, uh, Jeff's ideal of happy employees is, is certainly the dream. Um, <laughs> um, I am having advised many businesses of the understanding that that doesn't always happen. Uh, the, and, and sometimes people leave and try to take things that are proprietary. And so the mechanism we use to, to stop that as intellectual property lawyers is typically a non-disclosure agreement. And what those non-disclosure agreements contain is a trade secrets provision where it says, hey, you unhappy person, um, you can't take a protected trade secret out the door and use it with my competitors or with other people. Uh, the, they are enforceable, um, but they're only enforceable in situations where adequate measures have been taken to protect the trade secret. And the mistake I see often made is that either there is no non-disclosure paperwork with all the employees, or there is the paperwork, but the company has not taken the adequate measures to really protect the information. So um, in your own business, think about something like customer information, which may be very critical to the success of your business. But if it's open and available to everybody at the company, uh, those that have signed non-disclosure agreements, those that haven't, um, then it's not really a trade secret, no matter whether you have agreements that say it's a trade secret or not. So if Mr. Unhappy leaves and you need to then try to stop them from using that information, if you haven't taken the right internal adequate measures to protect the information, you're going to have a tough time. So the recommendation in terms of a best practice is certainly... Um, uh, have those agreements in place and have the adequate measures in place as well. So for example, making sure all the files are locked and put away, etc. Is... Yep, it's basic things. It's, uh, you know, locked doors, locked cabinets where information is really sensitive, um, access control where um, certain types of files might exist um, in either electronic mm -hmm. form or in physical form. We went through a lot of that as the HIPAA loss came out and we're new, where we had to make sure that all of our files were locked and everything. Now we're much more, we're 100% online and everything's locked, but. Um, yeah, it's the best way to do it's electronically in most circumstances, so you can have an audit trail, see who's accessed it, make sure that only people that have signed on to the right legal paperwork have an audit trail. Uh, electronics not always possible. In something like a research and development lab, you have to physically control who comes in and out of the room and what they see and then make sure that anybody who comes in the room is signed off on the paperwork. So in some of the more locked down facilities I've been in, uh, you know, you come up to the reception desk, you sign a non-disclosure agreement, you're given an access badge that logs what time you went in, what time you leave. Um, you're escorted everywhere. You have a big label that says visitor and yeah. everybody knows you're like the alien in the room that has the non-disclosure agreement signed. So. That's, that's taking it to the you know, next level, but um, for certain types of things, it's really necessary. Well, after this video, you'll see Dan Cotman's information posted, and thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. All right. Happy to help.